On this feast day of Mary and of the feast of the Assumption, we read the Gospel of the Visitation and the Magnificat, the Hymn of Mary. Uh, it's a very rich Gospel. There's so many things here. So I want to, I think I'm going to just scrape the surface in a way. Uh, otherwise, it would take too long. But I propose three areas to to go deeper on, and you have to choose one of them. The first one is um, the interactions between Mary and Elizabeth. I'm always struck by the, the lack of envy and competition between the, the, the two women, uh, especially Elizabeth, welcoming Mary as a, a younger relative cousin who's, been, who's now received this highest privilege. Mary, Elizabeth has just gotten this sort of mirac miraculous you know, uh, conception of her son, but now Mary received a higher gift. Well, that, that can easily lead to envy and jealousy in different ways. And, and, and Elizabeth is very, uh, very good, very, very non-generous and very positive here. And the phrase that is, uh, struck me in, in, when praying on this one is, Who am I? Who am I? Or how does this happen to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? She expresses this sort of amazement at the fact that the mother of the Son of God will come, this younger cousin, right? Um, even this small thing that she will come to visit and stay with her and help her is a source of gratitude, amazement. She just is wondering, like, why has God been so gracious to me? Uh, she doesn't even see it as a temptation, but actually as a great benefit. And I was thinking, you know, how much, how, many, how often the question we ask is, why me, is about bad things that happen. Why me? You know, why does it, does it happen to me? We rarely ask the question, how does this happen to me, when it's a good thing, you know. But I think that um, we could only fairly ask the question about bad things when we more often ask the question about good things. <laughs> that is, if we take good things for granted, then it's uh, very quickly, anything that goes missing or uh, I have reason to complain about becomes a sort of criticism or question uh, addressed to God. So this is an area, a field of meditation you can take, uh, um, you know, balancing those things. How, how, how often are we amazed at the many mercies of God and how you see this depicted here in the heart of Elizabeth. The second one is uh, humility and pride. It's clear in the, in the hymn, both in the attitude of Mary and Elizabeth, how humble they are. Elizabeth is humble. Mary shows her humility, even though she, she has received a tremendously high privilege of being the mother of God. She's very humble. She says, it's only because God looked with mercy upon the, the lowliness of his handmaid. And, and he says also how those who are uh, powerful, rich, you know, conceited, uh, they will be uh, humble, and those who are poor and and um, and lowly will be lifted up and enriched and filled. So Mary is it's like a sort of the opposite of the devil, or if you want Adam and Eve, you know the promise of the evil one to Adam and Eve was you will be like gods. They wanted to to rise to the height of God, and they were lowered by their sin. They fell. Whereas here Mary is, she lowers, she, she, um, yeah, she humbles herself before the hand of God. She's docile and, and she's exalted. Isn't it paradoxical that those who want to exalt themselves end up 
losing all the privileges. But those who are humble, God will fill them with riches. And this is a lot of moral and spiritual applications, but pride is at the root of many problems, you know, of lack of self-esteem and uh, arrogance and, and lack of obedience and docility to, to the voice of God, uh, unbelief, so many things. Uh, even there are so many conflicts in human interactions because of, of pride, uh, because we, we don't want to listen to others or we are jealous or competing with others, uh, uh, resentful because other people receive more attention or get the credit for something. Uh, so it's, it's a huge problem we are in our connection, relationship with God, but also with other people. So this is a, another field for meditation. Um, and the third one could be, uh, notice how much the hymn of Mary resembles the Beatitudes, right? The Lord will fill the, the, the hungry with good things. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, righteousness and he, the rich he has sent away empty. Uh, blessed are the poor in spirit. So it's like Mary's heart is in tune with the Beatitudes, with the heart of the Gospel. I don't know, we, we often don't meditate how much the words of Mary, the heart, the attitudes of Mary resemble what the Lord will preach because she already has that power of the Spirit working in her soul. Um, well, choose one of these three perspectives to meditate on. Mary as uh, an Elizabeth, as a model of amazement and, and, and blessing God for the good things, uh, or as a model of humility, or as a sort of um, grasping the heart of the gospel. Just take a time to contemplate the heart of Mary, her responses, her attitudes, and, and in what ways you feel inspired to be more like her. How could you express that in today's uh, interactions and your prayer life today?